Hey Nicole, what do a barbarian, war criminal, an undead cultist, a pyromaniac goblin, a hot topic reject, and a bard whose family is very, very cursed all have in common? Well, that's very simple. They're the cast of Goblins and Gays, a Pathfinder 2E podcast set in a homebrew world. Listen to new episodes of their main campaign, Blood of Kings, every Wednesday. These chaotic gays undertake a mission that could change the world as they know it. Find Goblets and Gays on Twitter and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Be Gay Roll Dice Network. to the Legends of Blanamore podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Emily. Hello. Nova. Hello. And Nicole. Sup? We are 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Last week's episode, our intrepid heroes uh, made it to the central tree of the circle of all. That was two episodes ago. But anyway, last episode, they fought some phoenix. Um, and then they, they snatched them burbs out of the air. <laughs> and that was it. it. It was like a 12 second episode. We didn't know they were phoenixes for like quite a while. Yes. Oh yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, no idea. Uh, so they are there with Ganaleth, uh, Isilion, the consul of the Circle of All. They, he is the archdruid of all of the druids. Uh, he's the, uh, he's the boss. And they're there with Asla as well. Sokoba and uh, Karen are with them. Uh, at the end of the encounter with the Phoenix, Ganaleth, he, he he went to each of them in turn. They were glowing this with a purple flame, but then he cast a spell on them and they returned to their usual bright red and orange bonfiery selves as he was going to get the last Phoenix cured from whatever it was that was ailing it. The party heard a voice, a familiar voice, I might add, uh, of the one, the only Kelvin Boulderdown, much to Scar's chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk now. I'm gonna do some exposition. I wrote this down, so you know it's important. Everyone's strapping. Yeah. So what what you heard last week was the beginning of what Kelvin was saying. Well, I'm glad to hear you all came back to Alari now. I've been looking for you all over, but couldn't seem to pin you lot down. You'd think with a massive automaton helping with your rescue, we'd have more of a lead, but no. All right, then, the circle of all. Tell Thin Quill I say hello, all right? And uh, when Kelvin's finished talking, you hear a sound like a squeak and a hiss of gases escaping from an ember in a campfire. Then you hear a small pop, and the light of the purple phoenix fades as it turns to ash inside of Scar's hand. When Scar opens her hand, the ash floats away on the wind, and Ganaleth watches as it trails into the distance. A single tear escapes his otherwise stoic visage as he says, It's worse than I feared. The circle of all can no longer sit idly by. 
let us go somewhere more private. And Ganelath starts walking towards the tree and places a hand on one of its massive gnarled roots. As he continues walking towards the trunk, the roots by the base of the tree twist and contort into the form of a doorway that descends into the earth. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying so hard not to say shit. Um, so, passive perception-wise, Drew's got the best passive perception, right? Yep. 17, motherfucker, what you I doing? Just, I, want to, I just want to add a quick aside that while Scar and Nicole both hella hate birds phoenixes are not part of that list because they're not real number one well they're technically (laughs) elementals but we can battle semantics about that later yeah so they're not real so i can't be afraid of something that's not real but also like this i'm i just want it noted that while this is all happening i am also very sad now because i was holding i went to great lengths to grab this thing and protect it and now I'm even more fucking out for Kelvin. Ugh, he hurt that precious little baby burb in my hand, and I'm not okay. He thought you'd like that. Do, do, <laughs> do you all go with Gonolith? I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. Can I roll Down an to his creepy tree hole? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that is yes. absolutely Drew's vibe. For yes, sure. Jack Skellington, take me through the tree hole. Uh, that Take is me to a... That sounded so bad. <laughs> Take me to the tree hole. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. Wow, got it really early on in this recording session. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a ten to insight on Gonolith. <laughs> on Gonolith, you believe that he is truly shaken by what's just happened. I follow. I don't want to say I told you so. As you were heading towards the tree, uh, to remind those listeners at home who may not remember, the tree, capital T, capital T, is the the tree at the center of the circle of all that is just a massive fucking tree. It's real big. They don't have a name for it. They just call it the tree. Too hard to say. And that is where uh, the console of the circle of all resides. So as you're walking towards the tree and this um, doorway that this natural doorway that Gunleth has opened up in the tree, Drew, you notice that there is uh, something on the ground. Damn right I do. What is it? I have questions though. Where did did so he just randomly Calvin just randomly appeared and then fucking disappeared? Uh, you did not see Calvin. You heard his voice. Oh, we just heard his voice. Mm-hmm. And what was that thing he said? The, uh, he said the circle of all. He was like, oh, we couldn't find you. Okay, the circle of all. Tran- what did he say? Tranquility? What? And he said, all right, then, the circle of all. Tell Fenquil I said hello, all right? Tell Fenquil. Okay. I was like, I thought you said tranquil, but I've been playing a lot of Dragon Age, so that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Funny. Scar, roll me a history. Okay. What's my history plus? Plus two, so that's a 16. You recognize the name Thin Quill as one of Tasvig's daughters from when Tasvig was monologuing at the end of season one. Ooh, I wonder which one it is. Is it the one that's the seer or is it the other one? No, the seer had a way different name. 
That's right. Oh, uh, yeah. The seer's name was Sirles Fay. Sirles Fay. Yep. I was like, it was something fucking magical. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Thenquil isn't like also hella weird sounding, it's but different. isn't yeah, it, it's different. Isn't Thenquil his general? Like yes, Thenquil ah. is one of the generals. Wait, okay. so. He just said, tell her I said hi, or whatever he said. That must mean that she's either on her way here, or she's already here. Not great. <laughs> I like either of those, actually. No, like... So you all come to these realizations as you're walking towards the tree. Uh, Drew, you are bringing up the rear, and you see that there's something on the ground by where Scar was that's letting off a slight... There's a, a slight magical effect coming from the ground around where Scar was. It looks to be purple. Can I touch it? <laughs> yes, look at you it. can. Yeah, you can. Roll me. Uh, well, I mean, you don't need to roll anything. You, you see what it is. This, it's, the it's, dirt it, and like, like it. <laughs> don't don't do that. Um, <laughs> don't don't do eat that. the dirt. Uh, you see a very small, what looks like a, it looks like a, like a very small hoop earring, almost. It looks like it's like a little clasp. Okay, Anders. Um, it's, it's, it's really small. It's less than the size of a copper piece. Um, like a nose ring? Kind of like a nose ring, yeah. What bisexual was here? I know, I was just thinking that. Um, yeah, it, it, that's about the size, it's about the shape. Um, it, it looks, it, it's finely wrought metal, and it appears that there are some, if you look really closely, it looks like there might be some runes on it, but you're not quite sure, you can't really tell. It's so tiny. Uh, okay, well, first of all, if you will look at my char- in my character sheet, you will find that I have true reading, so I can read any written language, so... Does that include runes? Is that a thing? I, it's written. Don't question Nicole. Sorry. Is, that's not your place. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm like, like the other kid in class. <laughs> it's like, why would you? Why, why? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's written down. Uh, yeah, it's it's written. You. Here's the thing, though. It's so tiny <laughs> that you, you're going to need me to roll. <laughs> Roll an investigation to see if you can read everything. Oh, okay. Oh, guess what I got that I'm sure I told Drew about. What? I have eyes of minute seeing items. Shut the entire fuck up. I do not. (laughs) (laughs) I do too. What do you have? The eyes of minute seeing means I can see. You have a fucking magnifying glass, like in your eye. A super magnifying glass item, not like in my eye. You have one of those like jewelers things that they put into, like you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) That like diamond people have that they just like stick on their eye and. It's basically what it is. Yeah. Holy crap! Uh, Yeah. Okay. So Saf, you see that Drew's fumbling around with something tiny. So I, uh... Do you land? You haven't landed yet. <laughs> I Well, since we're walking to the doorway, I assume that I had landed, yeah. But I take down my helmet portion, and I walk over to Drew, and I go, do you need help with something? You look, that, What's that? What's that tiny thing? 
oh my God, you have that magnifying glass. Look at this. What is this? <laughs> this has runes on it and I could read that, but I can't see it. I pull out my eyes and minute seeing item and give it to Drew so she could take a look at it. Hell yeah. Teamwork makes the dream work. Roll to do it? No, or can uh, I just no do it? you don't have to roll anymore now. Um, so you, Hell yeah. You, you look real close with these eyes of minute seeing and it is a lot more runes than you thought were on it. Basically, it reads like an instruction manual. On this tiny... That's crazy. Yeah, it, this itty-bitty little thing. Microchipping nose ring? It's it's not a... It, it isn't a nose ring. It just looks like a nose ring. <laughs> um, but it appears to outline the magical properties that are imbued within this object that allow it to allow someone to basically transmit their voice through it. Gotcha. That's how Kelvin did it. Mm, You're paying way more attention than I am. So was it like attached to like the Phoenix's leg or something and then or around its neck or I don't know how small they were. I mean, probably it's foot if it's that small. small. Birds next are. No, <laughs> I just it, like now that I'm thinking. Now that I said that out loud, I was like, nope, that's dumb. It's definitely the foot. Um, did I, did Azel have a nose ring? <laughs> Is that uh, a thing? Yeah, she, she does. She absolutely has <laughs> nose ring. Yeah, she has. Still has it on. Um, now, but is it septum or side? That, I mean, like, closed septum or side? That's uh, important. She, she has both. Shut the fuck up. Does she have a bar, too? Please tell me. That's the most Go. The thing wow. about her... Her piercings, though, is that uh, yeah, she's got a bar as well, but they're not—they're not metal. They're made of—they're um, uh, made of bone or horn, most likely. You can't really tell. Amazing. All right. <laughs> like, I'd die for Asa. <laughs> she's she's okay. We need character art, like, like yeah. yesterday, like. <laughs> So, I I feel like I've, like, clued in on what's happening. Like, heard Safina ask Drew what... And I turn around and I look at them doing this. And I'm like, I, did you say out loud what it does? What this little thing is doing? Or was this, like, an out loud conversation? Or, did you, like, did you share your findings with the class? Uh, yeah, absolutely. This was, like, a reading out loud situation. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so then I'm like, ah, so that's how that bastard's voice came over. Like, I was hoping he was here, but I guess not. I really wanted to punch him in the face. Um, Same. Does it still work? Can you tell? Is it still transmitting? Or Can I yell back into it? Yeah, no. Really. Is it a two-way thing? Like, <laughs> is this a walkie-talkie situation? Bitch. <laughs> I literally want to, like, just curse him out really badly. So Drew wouldn't be able to know. She it, it's too technical for her. But you can tell How that this dare is probably <laughs> no, you can tell this was probably made by an artificer. I hand it to Seth. <laughs> can you I like this it. is where Kelvin came from? 
We need to figure out how and why, and that's all you, babe. Yeah, does your uh, does your like EXO have like the like the same features that like the Iron Man suit does, where it can like scan for readings and like tell you all the data about it? Because that'd be dope. Uh, too bad I don't have any spells that would do anything except dispel the magic. Not, but yeah, doesn't your ex- I don't have magic? identify. Identify. That's, that's the one we need. That's I do not have that. Doesn't your exo doesn't have like some kind of like built in like you didn't like upload some kind of chips into it that have like ultimate knowledge would have been a really good thing to have on your exo. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Did you yeah, fill Nathan. out? Did you fill yeah, out Nathan. all of your? <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Did you fill out all of your infusion <laughs> slots? Because you've got like eight of them. If you didn't fill them all out, one of them can be identify. Because that makes so much sense. Identify. It does. I have this like picture in my head of like like a little like thing opening, like a little disc slot opening up, and you can put like specimens in it, and then yeah. it takes it, and then it just reads what it is. Like yeah. that's in my head. That's what's happening. All right, love it. Identify. Got it. Yes. <laughs> so for Thank your you, arcane. If you want the specifics for it, for your arcane armor, it can ca- uh, cast Identify at will, basically. Hell yeah. Fucking shit, that's dope. Okay, I cast Identify. Nathan's like, I ain't got no secrets. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might regret that later, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> probably. It's just, so, it's just so much work. Does anyone have Detect Magic? Well, we don't need Detect Magic. We need Identify in this situation. You know what? Have identify. You know what? <laughs> Here, just just take all of these books of identify and take them. <laughs> just call yourself Deckard Kane. There's like four people who'll get that joke, and this that joke is for them. Okay, so you <laughs> you uh, ask Andy to identify this um, little ring, and uh, Andy goes searching, s- s- searching artifact identified. What would you like to know about this piece? User fucking, staff. Fucking everything? <laughs> uh, yeah, literally everything. Please, Andy, start from the beginning. Excellent. Thank you. Ring identified. User Saf, this is a ring of far speech. A user may use this ring to cast their voice over long distances. It requires attunement by an artificer. Is it location-based? Do you think that Kelvin now knows where we are, or is this transmitting our location to him? The user of the Ring of Farspeech knows where the Ring of Farspeech is. There is no distance requirement to use the Ring of Farspeech. It may be used to transmit the user's voice at any distance. Must destroy the Ring. Cast it into the fire. Just in case Kelvin isn't smart enough to put two and two together, I'm going to use Dispel Magic on this and hope that he doesn't, like, tune in on to exactly where we are. We can't keep Uh, this ring. We have to destroy it. Like, get rid of it. I don't think Dispel Magic... magic, I don't think that's going to, like, fully get rid of all of that. Is that... Would I know that? I know magic stuff. Roll me an arcana check. Okay. We're getting real D&D in this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. 
I've got you all paranoid now. This is exactly what I wanted. You've fallen right into my trap. I don't like traps. Twenty-three. Oh, okay. Um, your question was whether or not uh, dispel magic would um, take the magic off of this. Correct? Destroy yes. the ring. Would 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 it destroy the? Would the, it disable the, the GPS system? <laughs> um, you know that casting, or you can theorize based on reading it. Um, reading the runes that are on it, that uh, dispel magic would not destroy the tracking okay. of the ring. That's what I thought. Okay, can I destroy it with like a well placed like energy blast? Okay, Gimli, you can certainly try. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very Lord of the Rings heavy episode. Yes. <laughs> All right. Listen, I, that's just I, where y'all's heads at. That's fine. Oh, wait a second. Can this be used two ways? Can we identify where he is if we use this? Uh, I'm going to need you to roll me an Arcana Saf. I will allow you to do it with advantage because you know the workings of artificing. 13 plus 2 is 16. So, because of the nature of the ring itself, you know that it can transmit its location back to the owner of the ring in order for the far speech to happen. So, theoretically, you could try and use it to triangulate the location of the user. Theoretically. You think that it would be pretty complicated, but you might be able to do it. If you had the right help. It's a good thing I have an artificial intelligence that can simulate for me. <laughs> right? You can you can try and ask Andy about it. Andy, I need you to triangulate the coordinates of the owner of this ring. User, Saf. I do not have triangulation technologies installed. <laughs> Would you like me to... Please insert triangulation technologies and I will be able to triangulate for you. You gotta turn on find my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think? I mean, Nathan was letting us get away with a whole lot. I'm not surprised that this yeah. is where we've come <laughs> to. Um, I'm thinking about just Hoping he's able to hear on the other end so I could say eat shit and then destroy the ring. Okay. At this point, Sokoba and uh, Karen come up to you. What are you all doing? Are we not going to go meet with Gonoleth? What what did you find? We are. We are. But first, we found a magic ring. Uh, this is how Kelvin was talking to us, and we are trying to figure out if we can tell him to eat shit. Can you help? <laughs> you got anything Sokoba. you want to say? This is Sokoba, <laughs> by the way. Um, what type of ring did you say it was? I'm going to show her the ring. But, okay, I don't, um, I'm sorry, I'm not really on the up and up with magical artifacts. What does it do? It was it's the ring of far speech, or something like that. Yes. Okay, so he can talk through it? Yeah, basically. Can he yeah. hear us? 
can hear us. <laughs> no, you have to like send a message. Are we sure? And I, is Drew I sure? I cup it in my hands and I go, I don't know. Is Drew <laughs> sure? Can I be sure? <laughs> uh, with your arcana and reading the runes on it, you're pretty sure that they can't hear anything on their end. Okay, I, I reiterate that. He he can't hear us. We would have to send a message. I think we can. I'm pretty sure we can send a message back to wherever this came from. But it does have basically a tracker in it, and they do know where this ring is. So we need to destroy it. Yeah, that's my vote. At, at this point, Karen speaks up, and he says, well, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 don't destroy it. Don't destroy it. <laughs> Go okay. On. So, 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 okay. All right. Bear with me. Bear with me. Okay. Sorry. I'm a little frazzled from um, fighting uh, just a second ago. But, um, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just think. Um, okay. So it can, it, it, he can, he can track it. And if he can track it, then that means that we could send him on a wild goose chase, right? If we Ooh, put this on I something. Like, I like that plan. Oh, hold on. Can we find him? Do we know if we can find him? We can. We, or Andy thinks, or not Andy thinks. Seth. No, Saf, Saf thinks. Saf thinks that we can, but that it would be possible to get back to him. But I really like the idea of tying this to like a burb. A burb. A burb. It's like when you flush it down the toilet, send it through the sewer system, the trap, like that's in like yeah. spy movies and shit. Well, yeah. well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, you, so you think that we, we might be able to track him? Wouldn't it be good to know where he is? Yeah, but That's he would also fair. know where we are. He already does. He already did know because he sent this thing here. Yeah, so but clearly he already continue, knew. If we continue to hold on to it, then he will continue to know where we are. So no one's saying we keep it forever. What they're saying is let's find out how to reverse it so we know where he is to level the playing field, then we tie it to something and send it so he thinks that we're somewhere else. So he doesn't know where we are, but we knew where he was. All right, this sounds like moment. it's going to need a long rest for me to try and come up with a triangulation calculation. We've got other magic users around here. I wonder if they could help. Uh, Sokoba at this point says, it's risky, but we really should. We're... So if he knows where we are now, we're on borrowed time. And if he's, if Then Quill is on her way, we've got to come up with plans quickly. So why don't we go meet with Gonalef and we'll come up with a plan after a little bit of rest, maybe a little respite. We've been walking a lot today. Cup of tea sounds great, actually. <laughs> and oh. then once we figure that information out, we can use our s- shell phones and tell the rest of the peoples. <laughs> oh, guess what? I have a... Uh, of course, su- you keep saying <laughs> No, you don't. You don't. I, you don't have that yet. <laughs> I have superior attunement, so... You do have that. That's fine. <laughs> my superior understanding of magic items allows me to master their use. You can now attune up to four rather than three magic items at once. Additionally, you may attune to an item that does not normally require attunement, such as blah, 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 blah. Any item attuned this way 
you may use this ability once during a short rest. So if I attune to this, I might be able to track him during a short rest. I think regardless, Nathan's pushing us to go and talk to Gonolith and well, chill. They, they, I'm, I'm talking as Jacoba and uh, Karen would. I'm not telling you to do well, anything. Yeah. Uh, Saf, you would know that based on your artificing, because this is already attuned to someone, it needs to be uh, basically cleansed of their attunement before you could attune to it. And if you do that, would that mean that we wouldn't be able to track him anymore? Yeah, the only way that you're able to track him is if he's attuned to it. Okay. Yeah, so we got to do the other. We got to triangulate Andy. So let's go into the the. Tr- let's go to the tree and in the tree. <laughs> I'm excited about this. That's We're cool. in Endor. Let's do this. All right. I would like to have Andy's AI try and create a triangulation system while we're having our conversation with Gonolith. Just uh, in the background. Okay. Running background tasks. <sighs> All right. You go to the arched uh, natural doorway of the tree and uh, you see that there's um, it looks like there are steps that are made of roots where it's uh, it's pretty uniform so it feels pretty natural going down get it um, and you make your way you descend into the space beneath the tree itself and there you see Gonolith and Asla talking uh, around a water basin that is there in the tree. It looks like this is a... It's it's kind of weird. It looks like this is like a very well-appointed apartment. So you kind of guess that this is where Gonolith actually lives. Are you telling me he has a secret base in the tree? He's got a secret base in a tree. A tree fort, if you will. Yes. Please come in. Um, have a seat. Have some water. Have. Um, I have some tea. Uh, yeah. Yes. I have um tea if you'd like. Uh, As like does a better job at brewing tea than I. But um, welcome to my home. Welcome to the tree. So, Kelvin, what you all were saying must be true. A doy. Sorry, no. I didn't think I didn't actually do that. Sure <laughs> did. Uh, I'm sorry that I I doubted all of you. Um, I've I've underestimated Kelvin and his abilities. It seems it's not a simple thing to fell a phoenix in that way. Yeah, because don't they usually come back? Isn't that Scar their gets Very choked up. Yes, that's correct. And there yes. was no there was no egg in the ash and that is what the, the phoenix would rebirth itself from and he sees the sad looks on your faces and he says it's everything will be okay. I it, hate it's, that. It, it's it's going to be it's going to be fine. Um but we the you will have the circle of all's help if you truly mean to stop Kelvin and the horde. You that have he... no idea how much we want to stop Kelvin. Well, did he just I... say the whores? <laughs> okay, I was like, I didn't say horde. 
It sounded horror. like you said, if you want to oh, stop Kelvin and the stop whores. Horrors. <laughs> oh, oh, horrors. I thought you said horror. Uh, I thought he said a whore. I was oh like, God. what? With the snowy angula. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> so, yes, you would, you would have our assistance in that. I'm not sure exactly what we could offer to you. Um, however, I mean, the druids can be just about anywhere unseen in their wild shape. Spies would be good. Also, wa- warriors when the time comes. Or even just standing up to him in the console chambers when he tries to take power and I'm getting the other... Burrows on our side. We're we're missing the well, biggest the picture, though. The the giant tree. The reason that we came here in the first place was because we thought that this was where the Amo was. The that's right. Amo Tulk. Yeah. So like, um, of course it's Tulk because every time I think Tulk, I think of Tolkien, and this is super heavy Lord of the Rings episode uh, inspired. He um, would have a tree fort. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, I, I don't. I don't know what an Amo is. Can you enlighten me? I do that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going I into that. I do that. <laughs> so I tell him the story of the Amos and explain. I'm sure even in the circle of all they heard about the what happened at the archives with the giant thing, and I explain all of that. And mm-hmm. I tell him about the. We tell him the prophecy, word for word. And then we tell him that we're that's what brought us here in the first place was that we thought that this tree might have some significance to the Amo and the prophecy and the the missing pieces and that stuff. Ancient lumber and whatnot. Whatever. What's the wood thing? Like there's besides Tolk, there's something about. I can't remember what it was. Ancient lumber and and uh, we've touched granite. Or yeah. the other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, the sacred items. Or sacred items. I feel uh, like the ancient uh, lumber would be in the tree. Yeah, that's all, that's why we're here. <laughs> well, um, I I've never seen one of these almos anywhere near the tree. I mean, I can I can ask. <gasps> the tree is the almo. I called it. The tree is the ammo. The tree is the ammo. The tree is the ammo. I'm calling it right now. Oh my god, I called like, that last season. It's just gonna... <laughs> they did They did say that last season. Like, not when we were recording, but when we were... They, no, when Nathan we were asked, recording. I yeah. thought it was when Nathan asked us what we what our theories were, and we were telling them, and that was your theory, that, like, the tree... You mentioned the giant tree in the middle of the circle... And you were like, it's like an Autobot. Like, it's the, that's the thing. Lies, I'm the first one to come up with it. <laughs> I, can, um, I, I can ask a, the, the tree if you'd like. It will, will take some time. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. You, you also okay. Um, mentioned that the tree said something maybe to you about Alphana's stand. So can you ask about that too? Well, you, I, well you've got him on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is just it, like Pip and Mary talking to Treebeard at the conference of the ends. I can't. It may be best if I get some 
druids of floral on on this um i i feel i may be needed in other ways um oh don't don't worry i I trust the druids of floral with my life Uh, they are they're some of the finest well finest it looks like he's searching for the right word for them since they kind of embody animal and plant and human or, you know, various other sentient races. They are th- some of the best beings I know. <laughs> yeah. So you'll need a place to rest. Yes. You you may rest here. Uh, In the tree? Obviously. It, yes, here in the tree. Is there is there a way I could show him the symbol that's on Amotolk's relay and see ask if they've ever seen this anywhere? Yeah, um, I I haven't seen, but personally I haven't. But I'll 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 bring this to the the, the druids of Floral, okay, and, and see if they have. Because that might help with the whole figuring this out. Nathan, side question. Yes. I would imagine it, you all have a lot of questions this episode. Would it be really cool to allow Andy to have like a hologram function so that when <laughs> Scar is explaining the Amo, like Andy like projects a little hologram okay, over the R2 Amo that kind of just. <laughs> well, it's that too, nice. but like, yeah, when he does the things and mm-hmm. he's like moving the parts around. Help us, Amotalk. You are our only hope. <laughs> yeah, Andy can do that. You can only um, project things that you've uh, seen. So you've seen that. Okay. Or, I guess alternatively, because you've downloaded a bunch of stuff from the Scrivener's Orbs or something that is on the Scrivener's Orbs. I just <laughs> picture, like, Saf, like, holding her hand out and, like, a little thing pops up of it and then she, like expands it and it just takes up like the whole room like this is what it looks like mm-hmm. in person <laughs> blow it up <laughs> yeah sweet so any other questions before we start getting into some other stuff I'll say mm. Andy how's that triangulation coming along <laughs> may I be frank user Saf oh god no, you can be Andy, but that's beside the point. Jesus Christ. I'm having trouble. I don't have the right files to build this from scratch. It would take approximately 503 days to build a triangulation program from scratch. Yeah, I thought he was going to say years. <laughs> If you can find a data orb that has this information already loaded onto it, I may be able to upload it quicker. Ah. Okay. Hmm. How do we do that? And by data orb, you mean Scrivener orb. Scrivener's orb or similar. You said that today's artificers don't have the ability to create things like Scrivener's orbs. Correct. Though artificers today do have data files that I can read. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Saf, you feel a buzz in your pocket. 
It's the shelf hook. You're being page. <laughs> I reach in. That's so annoying. Everywhere you go. No, it's actually back in black by ACDC. Um, I hate you but, so much. <laughs> uh, I I pull it out. What 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 is it? Uh, we're so, calling to ask you about your car's extended warranty. Uh, <laughs> Yo, so many triggers no. are happening for me. ACDC, the stupid fucking car warranty bullshit. Stop it. Um, oh, did I kill Nova? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> it's it's Org on the other line. <laughs> So what? It's or on the other line. Oh, yeah. Okay. Received letter for you. Um, I'm gonna say as much as I can, and then pass this off to Brunick. And um, <laughs> so uh, they do the thing that you did to them, where you know you all had a, a lot of information you had to give to them, and so it, they just got everyone involved and to send. The contents of this letter to you. Telephone on the telephone. (laughs) I fucking love it. So the they say the contents of the letter, and the contents are Safina. I hope this letter finds its way back to you. I sent it with the messenger that carried it to me. I'm not sure I absolutely follow you with Tasvig and Kelvin and your talk of these nights of Halartha. Everything has been moving so fast lately, and all I've been thinking about is how to keep you safe. If I can help you by getting Gizmoboro on the Knights of Halartha's side, I'll do what I can. I'll see if I can call in some of your grandfather's old favors. Be well. I love you, Dad. P.S. Please don't do anything your grandfather would do. <laughs> Too late. Love it. Yeah, Aww. Dad. I hold it close to my heart. I go, thank you, Lord. Uh, at and this point, it's, it's like Jeff the Dwarf <laughs> is talking to you. <laughs> That's how long it, that's how many people it took. <laughs> no, it's Thanks, um, Jeff. It, it wasn't Jeff. Jeff is on Agamir's ship. This was um was this telling. is Rebecca. This is oh. Rebecca. <laughs> Perfect. If I can get you help by getting Gizmo Burrow. <laughs> yeah. Becky with the nice. good hair. <laughs> nice. Uh okay. Nice. I heard back from Papa. Maybe, I'm just throwing this out there, there is something, because Milo had, Milo lived not just in the apartment, they had the apartment by the university, but they also had quarters at the, I know we don't want to use the word compound, we hated using that word, I don't, I forget what we call the estate, estate. So they had their own quarters at the Thornburn estate. I wonder if you could, if they had this technology, like Milo seems like the kind of guy that would be able to have that kind of technology with like a data orb that could do shit like that. He probably would have that in his workshop, honestly. Uh, Saf, if you roll me a history, I can let you know if you remember seeing anything like that. And then you could totally send a message to your dad and be like, send me this shit. I'll tell you exactly where it is. So the only thing that is going to be tricky about talking back and forth with Yendak is that Saf sent the letter from the Bulwark Isles and did not let Yendak know where they all were, where y'all were. I sent 
I sent a, a, a shell phone with the letter, though. Yes, oh, they did. did. They said that. <gasps> You're right. You did say that. Yes. Yeah, and uh, that's a natural 20, by the way. So Okay, yeah, you, you know that there are there were orbs reaching back into your memory that look like Scrivener's orbs. Um you you had to you didn't have to, to dig too deep. You you know exactly where they would be in Milo's study as well for the amount of time that you were um you know, with him, you know, on a day to day basis, even ten years ago, eleven years ago almost now. Send your dad a message on the shell phone saying, send the or like we can multi, like if we need to all do it, we can do that. Send them a message saying, get these orbs, tell them exactly where it is and be like, uh, post haste, like express delivery, overnight shipping, like whatever. <laughs> um, okay. So send your fastest carrier pigeon. I don't know. <laughs> Um, Gonolith. Yes? Your druid friends who can shift into birds. I need your fastest (laughs) bird to make its way, to make their way to Gizmoboro to pick up these items to bring them back to wherever we are. Brings new meaning to as the crow flies. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I mean, we we're all very fast. Um, we've all seen a falcon, um, but the issue is going to be having a falcon carry something back. They're tiny, aren't they? Can't it, like no. Uh, I mean the oh, the orbs. <laughs> the they're, they're, orbs. This given herbs orbs. The, the orbs themselves are a little bit larger than a d twenty for scale. So like mm-hmm. you could that isn't that a thing where you can like attach pouches to like their feet and they uh the only uh, thing is I mean you'd put like parchments and stuff in there. Um pretty sure that Milo would also have a bag of holding in his uh in his laboratory. I thought he took that with him. Well you can send uh Yendak a message now that you've got a sending shell out to him. Okay. Listen. I'm just going to say this because I Googled it because I had to know because I'm that bitch. A peregrine is the fastest bird flying. Just saying. <laughs> oh, I knew that. Believe me, I had a book on birds of prey when I was young. Of course you did. <laughs> look at me. How did I... For you audio listeners, just look look me up on Twitter. Look at me and say, yeah, of course that kid had a, a dang book on birds of prey when he was younger. <laughs> So, Sap, what are you going to send to Yendak? I am going to speak into my shell phone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, I'm limited to 25 words, right? You are. Um, Dad, go to Grandpa's lab. Far shelf with glowing orbs. Bag of holding. There will be a bird waiting for you. Give to bird. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Seems clear to me. Give to bird. Thanks. <laughs> I can't. Okay, you hear a message back very, very shortly after you send it. It says, you hear Dad's voice for the first time in a while. Uh, hi, Saf. Thanks for sending me the shell phone. I'm still getting used to using it. When the bird gets here, I'll give it the... 
<laughs> That's very funny. That's very good. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> that That's does the equivalent of face palm. Uh, that would be a face palm. Well, she does the equivalent of a face palm without actually like palming to her face. Looks gotcha. like. You gotta be careful with that XO <sighs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't want to smack myself with a thruster. Yeah, no. Okay, so uh, everyone has got their tea. They are all comfortable here underneath the tree. Uh, is there anything else anyone would like to do before we take a long rest? Mm-mm. And Gonolith is going to talk to the tree, right? Uh, Gonolith is going to have his people talk to the tree. Yeah. Oh. Gonolith's going to have his people talk to the tree's people. <laughs> Um, okay. No, I'm good. Uh, I would also like to just, I guess, do some more bonding with Sokoba over, like, a glass of tea. Okay. Cool. So, I forgot to mention as well that Ganoleth gets one of his, uh, druids to, uh, fly out to Gizmoboro to the, um, Thornburn Estate. Um, I imagine you have to give him directions and exactly where it is, show a map and all that. Yeah. Um, but that uh, that druid flies off, and they're uh, away. Okay, so is there anything specific you wanted to uh, talk to Skova about, or just general hanging out time? Uh, mostly general hanging out time, and somewhat like sneaking in there, like a how you holding up, how you doing with this, just like a mental check in kind of. Um, in your mental check-in with Sokoba, you find that she's, um, she says, you know, it's just so hard keeping up with everything, but we're, I, I, I feel better being with all of you. And as she says that, she puts her hand on your hand. Thank you. Uh, I... We're gonna do it. We've we're we're getting more help. It's it's gonna be okay. I embrace her hand. She like you hug you, her you, hand. Like I I cup her hand okay. with my other hand and Different. stuff. Like, like embrace <laughs> hands. <laughs> if that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, okay. No, so, but okay. <laughs> fantasy hand holding. <laughs> as you do that you you feel her relax a little bit and she feels a little more comfortable it seems cute um, I love this so I think that's the most important part of that hangout sesh <laughs> um, but for the most part the night passes without uh, much incident you see some druids coming in and out Gunleth has taken uh, back to his sloth form and is sleeping <laughs> uh, Asla curls up as a lioness and finds a, a nice place to lay. It, it seems that the druid, th- that these druids specifically, uh, are much more comfortable in their animal forms than they are in their um, human and or elf forms. So the day comes. Uh, you wouldn't really know being in uh, under the earth, under the tree, but you can hear the. The, the telltale signs of morning have come outside. 
you are all awake and refreshed. You're back at full health. You've got all your abilities. You get all your spells. I just want to throw it out to the mm-hmm. listeners or watchers that if you want to, we will accept any and all Sophoba fan art. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I need Sophoba. That's their name. Like I'm, I'm calling it Sophoba. I love it. I don't know why, but it just—it's the one that makes the most sense. Why not just Soba? Nope, I like Sophoba. <laughs> it's cuter. I don't know why. We're, I'm not allowed to name things, so just stop me. <laughs> At least um, you didn't look up the Latin. So that's <laughs> the good part. Yes. I just want adorable, like, I want someone to write a whole fan fiction on, like, their relationship and what happens after this. Like, they run away together. They have, like, the most adorable, like... What should have happened in Legend of Korra with Asami and Korra? Like, I want that for Sephoba. So bad. Sephoba is so bad. We can't call them that. (laughs) We can't. I was waiting for you guys to be like, Nicole, shut the fuck up. We can't do it. Like, I'm trying to let, but like, Sephoba? (laughs) I love it. It's adorable. Soba or Sephiba? Sophia's bad too. Soba's the best one of all of these. Oh my god. Why would you say this about yourself? It's just because, like, both of their. So, part of the. When you're. Yeah, well, the SA, so. So, like, either way, it's. You can't do it. So, you have to find. That's why I was like, this is just the weirdest way to say it. Yeah, Sokoba's spelled with a C I. Well, yeah, but it still sounds the same. It sounds like Sa. So, like, it doesn't matter if it's spelled different, if it sounds exactly the same. Listen. Soba's the best one. That's the one I'm going with. All right, Soba. Soba. Okay. It's morning. What are y'all doing? Hanging. Breakfast. There's tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, breakfast happens. Tea happens. Question. Are they all vegetarians here? You have not seen any meat being served here. Makes sense. It does. That's why I just had to act because I figured, but like, I didn't want to assume, but like, obviously. But, I mean, got, yeah. like, Maybe they eat the shitty animals. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I could get. Are, are eggs okay? Or are we vegan? Or is veg, is it like. Are we. You've not seen any eggs. God damn it. Do you feel like it would be weird if you could talk to the chicken? Like, like. <laughs> That's hey, fair. is it cool if I eat your egg? Yeah, like... That. Do they have peanut butter? Because, like, that has a lot of protein. Uh... The, Scar needs protein. I guess that depends if the peanuts talk. They got beans. Yeah, the, 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 primary, the primary source of protein would be mushrooms. Uh, what? They've also got, like, quinoa and stuff. Okay, so, yeah, there's... I mean, there's tons of sources of protein, not your normal sources of protein, like, no... No meats, no eggs, no cheeses. It's it's straight up vegan. It's, it's plant based protein. All it's protein. the fun out of everything. Yep, got it. <laughs> uh, I will do you one better as well and say that most of it is raw. <sighs> God, Man, Emily would die here. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I hate vegetables. Oh, God. Um. Yeah, I'm just very 
Like, I'm eating, but I'm hating it. Like, you can tell. Like, the look on my face is like, no. I can see Scar taking a bite of a carrot and just frowning the entire time she chews. I I have, like, that's different. I'm talking about, like, other weird shit. Like, (laughs) this is the food my food eats. Like, this is, like, what I'm having that kind of moment. Yeah, so uh, Gon with Nazlo there too, they're just eating as well. They've, they're in their non-wild-shaped forms. It's pretty quiet. It, it seems like you all are just waiting. I hate it. The calm before the storm. No one tries to strike up any conversations or anything. <laughs> no, I'm just angrily eating this crap. <laughs> you can see... Uh, Karen is sitting over in the corner and he looks really anxious. I go up to Karen and I go, what's wrong, bud? Hmm? 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 Oh, sorry. Um, I mean, what isn't wrong, right? <laughs> he's he's, he's, <laughs> he's after us. He's coming to get us and we're just sitting here waiting in a tree. We're just waiting for him to come get us. We're sitting right here right in our, right in our graves. We're, guys, we're oh waiting for uh, Kelvin or Thin Quill or... Whoever, just come on, get us. Just come on down. We got that ring still. And I, I mean, I don't know what that ring's going to do. Are we going to use it to go this and, and, and see where he is? Are we going to send it off to send him on a distraction? What are we doing? What are we doing? All right, we, we're, just, we're just sitting and we're not doing anything. And there's, we're, we're waiting to talk to a tree. What? <laughs> is there a, like, I'm going to like, I'm going to like whisper to Gonolith, like, I feel like we're all kind of sitting near, near each other. I'm just gonna, like, whisper to him, like, is there, like, any type of, like, Xanax <laughs> for Sedatives. In, the, in the circle that we could, like, give to poor Karen over here? He needs his, he needs some meds, like... Um, is there like Lanamore and Xanax? And if any, it's anywhere, it's gonna be here. I feel like uh, try giving him <laughs> any smoke leaf or anything. Uh, try giving him this, and all of a sudden, uh, Ganelov has a small red berry in his uh, between his fingers. Like someone needs to like shotgun like some like a blunt towards Karen or something like. <laughs> I take the I take the small red berry and I and I go and I kneel down to Karen and I um I say here take this it'll help you relax a little bit. What, what what is this? What do you mean it's gonna help me relax? We don't need to relax, we need to go. We just need to go. Oh wait hold on. Karen, um, Karen. I'm gonna take it from Sap and just shove it in their mouth like <laughs> Hey, 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 what are you doing? Scar I mean oh, wow. <laughs> uh, this is not the first time that we have force-fed Karen some type of shit. Like that's our thing. Okay. We did it with the milkshake, but we were a little bit more subtle about uh, it. Excuse me, it was an orange Julius. It was an orange Julius. At we're the not mall. subtle at all. Nah, we weren't. Agamir sleight of handed that shit, didn't he? No, he sleight of handed the the thing into it, and then you force fed him the orange Julius. I don't remember that, but okay. <laughs> this is our relationship. I just force Karen to eat shit. Like. 
Okay, what are we... You know what? It doesn't matter. Let's... Eat some leaves. That's a spirit. <laughs> and I, I turned to Gondolin. I turned to Gondolin and say thanks. <laughs> I turned oh. to Gondolin and I'm like, so you got any more of those that I can have? <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> oh, I mean, I've got enough for everyone. And he opens his hand and there's just, you know, half a dozen berries in him. Yes, I'm, I'm please. Drew holds her hand out. I will take as many he, as he will give me and shove them in my pockets immediately. He, Thank you. He gives you one. I keep standing there. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you confused. What? I'm... These it's are for, like, later. for later. Oh, they go, they go bad very quickly. Oh, uh, how quick? <laughs> 24 hours. Why don't you give me another one? <laughs> just two. Just two. Fine. Um, I want to see it. want to do weird stuff to it. May oh. I make a suggestion? Yeah. Eat this now. Uh-huh. And see how you feel. <laughs> so funny. Quality joke. But here's the thing. I want to eat. I want one to eat, but I also want one to do weird stuff too. I'm sorry? I want to, like, <laughs> look at it. I want to do witch stuff to it. She needs to study its insides. I want to look at its insides. I want to study the inside of this berry because I don't know what it is. And it's a weird thing that I want to look at. Have, oh you, ever, have you never seen a good berry before? No. <laughs> no. And I want to see the insides of it. Oh. Well, um, okay, just don't eat two. No, I won't. I won't. For <laughs> real. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, but no, for real, I will not. <laughs> good berry. I don't know why Good Burger came in my head when he said Good Berry, even though because Good Berry is an actual brand of like frozen yogurt. It's uh, actually a spell as well. Is it? Mm-hmm. What does the spell do? Is that what you've done to us? Like the, with this? I, I may have added a little extra flavor on it for Karen's <laughs> hyperventilation. Oh, not that one. Uh. Goodberry, Landamore and Xanax, got it. <laughs> uh, Goodberry, up to ten berries appear in your hand and are infused with magic for the duration. A creature can use its action to eat one berry. Eating a berry restores one hit point, and the berry provides enough nourishment to sustain a creature for one day. The berries lose their potency if they have not been consumed within 24 hours of casting the spell. Cool. Cool. Scar does not want to partake in the berries because it seems that it dulls the senses and I cannot have that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. I'm not going to partake in that either. That's totally fine. More for me. Drew puts in her tea makes a weird potion. She's 100%. about to like start start the circle's very first burning man I'm about or something. Astral like. project. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different berry. Uh, I'm um, gonna connect to my powers. I'm here for this. I'm ready. <laughs> so you all wait some more. A few hours after you all conti- uh, you know, finish your breakfast and everything, Karen is just laying on the floor. He looks pretty. Um, he looks pretty content, though. Uh, actually, uh, Aslo's taking a nap. Gamaleth. Uh, is 
doing something <laughs> that is kind of weird. So apparently, uh, today is his day to be a uh, a sun bear. A what now? A sun bear. And uh, he is partaking of some honey. What does a sun bear look like? Uh, Google tiny search. Bear. Look at look, yeah, look at okay. it's, it's the, it's okay, the I'm smallest doing it. and weirdest looking bear. It's got That's a real what long tongue. Izzy was when they did Honey Heist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to look it up while that was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You will not be disappointed. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. So cute. I love the little, like, V thing it has on its... Sigaroth is kind of sitting off to one side, just eating some honey. <gasps> as a sun bear. I love it. Um, how long is Karen's hair? Look at it! This one has a pumpkin! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, Karen's hair is... It's pretty well kept. Uh, it's It's fairly short. Well, I was gonna say, if Karen's just there laying and laying on his back and just kind of hanging out, I was going to sit at his head and just like play with his hair while he was chilling. Okay, but he, he doesn't have uh, enough hair, so yeah, he doesn't. Um, you wait some more. Is it bad to like? Okay. <laughs> So kind of along the same lines of the vegetarian vegan question, is it bad to like carve wood? Why don't you try? No, never mind. <laughs> I was just trying to like figure out how to pass the time and I feel like I'm surrounded by trees. So like maybe I could fucking carve something, but like I don't want this to be like a fern gully situation where I'm like hurting shit. So that's what went through my mind because he in that in that movie when he when the guy mm-hmm. Zach I think his name is yeah, Zach. he goes to like carve their name into the tree and she's like stop it and like puts her hand on it and heals it and like he meant well he was trying to be cute but he's stupid and didn't know that's me <laughs> that's me. <laughs> To be fair, tracks, but I'm not gonna do it. I don't. It I don't want to totally get us kicked out of the console's apartment. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do it. I was just tr- throwing that out there. But as soon as you said you can certainly try or something adjacent to that, I nope. <laughs> I say it a lot. I mean, you can. No. <laughs> Nothing good ever happens after you say that. Ah <laughs> yeah, well. So. Are y'all just sitting? Just sitting and waiting? Can I, like, go outside? You want us to do something. I don't know what the fuck you want us to do right now. I know. Can I, like, go outside and, like, train? Or, like... I feel like Scar is not an idle person. Are we just waiting for... What the fuck are we waiting for? Are we just waiting... Yeah, what's the status of that Peregrine Falcon? (laughs) Uh, You have not received a bird. Not yet. So you were waiting on a few things. You're waiting on uh, the Falcon, and you're waiting on um, the Druids of Floral to get back to you with information about the tree, and maybe Amo talk. But Scar, if you want to, you can go outside and train, or sprint, or do whatever it is that Scar does to keep her mind busy. <laughs> sports. <laughs> Scar sports. <laughs> I, 
I just have like this picture in my head of like the the training montage in Hercules, like during Phil's song. Like that's what I'm doing. I've created my own Ninja Warrior <laughs> like athletics course. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like you I've had, had enough time a, to do that. Yeah, you've had hours. So Scar is doing that. Um, <laughs> it, it's getting into the uh, the afternoon now. Um, you've all had a second meal, if you want to call it that. Except for Karen, he seems content, just sitting on the ground. Gala finishes with his honey, and uh, he he takes a, a a good long walk outside. Sometimes in bear form, sometimes not. Sometimes he would go into another uh, animal scene. He he seems to prefer woodland creatures, and so he. Is, is just at the water's edge, just taking a good long walk. This seems to be maybe his daily routine. Just being one with nature and doing all of, of that kind of stuff. So you continue to wait. You continue doing what you're doing. Um, Drew, are you trying to dissect that good berry still? Yeah. <laughs> uh, roll me an arcana. Can I see if I can turn it into some sort of powder so that I can like keep it and maybe, like oh, I don't know, have it? Sure. Roll me Arcana. Or medicine. Either one. Let's do medicine. Because I have a plus seven to that. Uh, 14 plus seven is... 21. 21. I knew that. Uh, okay, yeah. You are able to turn this good berry into uh, powder. And you, you're reasonably sure that it'll retain its potency. Cool. I put it in a weird witch vial and keep it. It's a, a pale red, otherwise known as pink, uh, powder. <laughs> Thank you. It's just a little <laughs> bit, a little itty bitty bit. Um, so it has the same effect as, as a good berry. Dope. I'm a genius. Yes. Saf, what would you like to do? Anything? Just sitting? Hanging out? I mean, probably, uh, I'll play with Sokoba's hair if she'll let me. Uh, yeah, she lets you. Okay. You got some dope braids in there. Nice. The day passes without a whole lot of, um, without a whole lot going on. And it's time for third meal. You all eat some more leaves, some more seeds, and various fruits and or vegetables. And after a while, Gamala says, well, I guess it's time to, to turn in for the night. It was a good day. Can, can I roll an insight on Gondolith? Yes. Team 18. Okay, what are you trying to uh, intuit from him? Whether or not he's just trying to keep us here contently for something bad to happen to us specifically. Um, Oh, like he's buying time for what's-her-face to get here. Uh, You do not get that vibe from him. You get the... You get the vibe that he... If you stayed, that's cool. If you left, that would be cool with him as well. Just no fucks. <laughs> just chill, dude. 
This guy gives zero fucks. Okay. Um, just cuddle uh, up. Call it a night. Okay. Uh, before uh, we retire, I'll go and check with the druids of Floral and see if they found anything. Good plan. So he goes off. He's gone for a while. He comes back and he says, okay, well, everything's going well. Introductions are done. We're about at the question phase. I shoot up and I go, Ex- a what? <laughs> it's been a day. But, yes, I, I told you all it would, it would be a while before we heard anything from the tree. It's a long business speaking with trees. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Staff like leans back into Sokoba and just like Ugh. If you all remember in session zero from season one, Nathan specifically said that their favorite series was Lord of the Rings, so this tracks. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hopefully we'll hear something from Shit. This whole time I was like, I don't need fantasy name generator. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um You know what? I don't need fantasy name generator. Um We should hear from Greg soon. Greg. He's Greg. The, the the one that Greg. The one that uh, is going to deliver the uh, the parcel from Gizmoboro from the Thornburn Estate. Mm-hmm. We should have heard from him by now, but perhaps there was an, an issue getting the. What was it that he was going to acquire? I want to shell phone my pops and be like, say. "Did the bird ever arrive?" Or did the bird, like, did it leave already and it's got on its way back was where Yeah. Okay, hey. uh, what do you want to send to Yendak? Dad, did the bird get there? Did you give it the stuff? Did it leave yet? Please advise. Thanks, love you, bye. <laughs> did, I have a question really fast for Nathan, because uh, is there, is there, like, or I guess for Gonolith, like, that Scar would definitely want to know this. Uh, are you able to, are like you in contact with the people? Cause we're in the very center of circle of all. If there was a threat to the borders, would you be, would you be apprised of it right away? Or would it take a while for word to reach you of that? You're asking Gonolith this question. Yeah. I would know fairly quickly. Um, okay. Being the consul of the Circle of All does bring with it some advantages, um, more, more so than other druids already have being here in the Circle. Okay. Just wondering if there's, like, some kind of, like, you know, people like bonfires to let you know that there's danger coming from far away kind of situation, or you got some kind of, like, your own shell phone situation happening no, no, where... No. Nothing so destructive, <laughs> I'm so in tune with <laughs> everything I... It, it's in the 
any messages would come on the wind uh, through the, the pheromones or of course it the, would. the rustling of the leaves. Obviously. Um, okay. The trees really are our greatest messengers and protectors and, well, for lack of a better term, war keepers. And he looks at Karen, who's still lying on the ground. <laughs> uh, Saf, it takes you a while to hear back from the end back. But you do hear back, and you hear, uh, Hi, Saf. I, sorry, I lost the shell phone. <laughs> I put it down, and I couldn't find it. Uh, the bird came, and I gave it the... Okay, well, that's an answer. <laughs> I gave it the insert open-ended <laughs> gotta wait 24 hours for it to refresh thing here. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. I guess I'll have to accept that. Okay. So, do you all go to bed? Take another long rest? I guess. All right, you take a long rest, or rather, you try to. God damn it. Because Gonoleth wakes each of you up quietly. Something's wrong. I knew it. The bur- It's the spidey senses are tingling from the borders, right? There's, there's something happening on the border. I don't think Greg is... Fucking knew it. Coming to us, we'll have to get to him. God. God damn it! At what hour is this? Uh, it's it's late at night. It's not yet morning, so you don't get that like the um, you don't see the sun on the horizon. You know, coming up. Uh, it's it's. We're in a tree. Night. How would we be able to tell that? <laughs> I imagine that you all go outside if oh, Seth okay. is wondering what time day it is. How long would it take us to get to this border? Gondoleth looks and thinks for a moment. He says it would take a day and a half by foot. Do you have a faster way to travel? I was just going to say. Like really big <laughs> eagles that we could travel on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that come funny. in clutch at the very last second. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, I don't have eagles. Okay. <laughs> uh, but th- th- this may be able to help us. And he uh, does another uh, wave of his hand as he touches a, a, one of the another different gnarled root of the tree. And another passage, a small tunnel opens up in the in the root system. It says, this should take us there in a few hours. <laughs> Drew's like, underground tunnel? I'm in. I'm very in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel at home again mm-hmm. for the first time. Back into the ground return. Uh, since for the first time since you assholes disturbed my apartment in the catacombs. 
Excellent. Oh, well, gosh. we'll have to wait to see what Drew feels like, because that's where we're going to end this week's episode. Aww. Oh, gosh. I figured. Yeah. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Legends of Lanamore podcast. I had a great time DMing. I hope that my players had a great time playing, and I hope that you had a great time listening. Uh, the legend this week, I have. I always have to reward good behavior, I guess. You know, reward the behavior that you want to see. So, I'm going to say that this week's legend is Drew. I knew it. For remembering one of her warlock features, even <laughs> though she despises the warlock class. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I knew it was going to be Drew for, for doing the D&D because Emily did the D&D better than the rest of us. I appreciate it. The lull this week, I think it's going to be Scar because I just like the idea that she made an obstacle course in the circle of all. I think that's <laughs> yeah. really funny. This isn't for you know, something you did that was... Yeah. It, it's no, just it was a good funny. <laughs> unconventional. That's funny. I like that. So I would. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to reach out to us on social media, you can do that where, Nicole? You can do that on Twitter, at Pod. Come and talk to us about all sorts of stuff and see the things that we post and the hijinks that we get up to on the Twitter. If you want to talk to me personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at underscore Nova Gamer. I'm at Neurotic Good. And you can find me at underscore Squid Toaster. We also just launched the brand new layout, right, of our website today, and it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can go to novistudio.io to see just how gorgeous it is. Tons of stuff up there, like the rest of our amazing shows and things that we do, artwork. My favorite thing on our website is our merch store. We have a merch store. We have tons of stuff up there. We have got uh, shirts and we have got pants. We have got mugs. I'm currently using the City in Snow mug. If you are watching the video, I've been using that. And Nathan has been using the Legends of Lanamora mug. They are fantastic. We also have art up on the store as well as... If you would like to hear more about Lanamora, including um, maybe what happened to Dr. Milo, um, go ahead and listen to the prequel campaign, which is actually up on our store now. You can buy it episode by episode if you don't want to commit, or you could buy it in a bundle and listen to the whole thing. And if you're interested in Drew's warlock stuff, like Mm. the spell that she remembered she had today, you can also buy... Her Pact of the Shepherd. Yes, on our merch store. It's a lovely, magical place. Go visit it. We would also love if you could leave us a quick review on your podcasting platform of choice. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, please stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, Also, don't forget to tune in to our sibling podcast, City in Snow, which releases on the off Tuesdays. So on the uh, on the Tuesdays that our episode does not release, we release City in Snow. Uh, we just hit an exciting milestone for that show today. Uh, mm-hmm. They just reached a hundred downloads with just four episodes. Woo-hoo! So that's 
Very exciting. Keep it up. Go give them a like. Give them a rating. Uh, subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know what? Just just do the same for us. I know that Nova already mentioned it, but do it. <laughs> but do for it. Good cause. Do it. Do we it. Appreciate I dare it. you. <laughs> appreciate it. We love you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, until next week's episode, or I guess two weeks. Until the next episode, uh, j- just remember, let's, let's be, be legends. legends. Let's be- <laughs> Nathan and I did the thing. Fucking <laughs> A. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.